Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode. This, my friends, is a very special episode as I go more in-depth into a lot of the backstory, how the last five years have been a part of a team where we've traveled all over the world and we've facilitated learning experiences for close to 4,000 chiropractors and chiropractic students. And then also in our chiropractic place of business, we've helped you know tens of thousands of patients. And I've noticed two main trends because both of these different groups, these communities are seeking to create change in their life. And what I've found is that there's two different types. There's people who are the hungry ones and there are people who are looking to get fixed. And so I go in depth into both of these in this episode, and hopefully you can see both sides of this and start to learn some of the strategies to really be the facilitator of change in your life. Welcome back to another episode, everybody. Welcome to the Dr. Jordan Fairley podcast. This show is for people who are ready to implement immediate actionable strategies and insights in health, business, and life. Inside each episode, I'll share with you my biggest aha moments, stories, and interviews to introduce new ways to reframe your current situation and reclaim your life. I'm your host, Dr. Jordan Fairley. Welcome to the show. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode. I am extremely pleased to announce that today I went for a bike ride. Woohoo! <laughs> Three weeks ago now, I tore my medial meniscus in my knee. And if you heard one of my previous podcasts, I talked about how when I tore my meniscus dancing on the dance floor, I had that day afterwards where I was just distraught. I was depressed. I had all these negative emotions and past feelings and experiences start to creep back up of all the other times in my life where I continue to get hurt. And thankfully, I have some very close friends who started to ask the question, well, why do you feel that way every single time you get hurt? So if you want to hear about the big realizations that I had with that and how I started to then reframe the way I tend to think in the patternings that I've developed over my life every time I get hurt, go back and listen to one of those other episodes. But today I'm excited that I announced I went for a bike ride and I was about 15 miles, so not super far, but it had a ton of climbing and I wanted to get a bunch of climbing in on this ride in order to really test out all of the health rehab strategies that I've been putting in place over the last few weeks because I, I hope by now, this is the fifth episode now, you have realized that the theme of this podcast, the big thing that I'm wanting to get across in this podcast is regardless of the situation that you find yourself in, in your life, there are always action steps that you can do to improve your current situation and improve your life. And so over the last three weeks, I tore my meniscus and then I started a specific rehab process right away, literally that next day with the help of a couple other chiropractic friends to start to get back on my feet, to start to get back to doing the things I love, to start to reframe the way I think about injury into something more of a productive, into something where I can start to choose how I want to spend my life and choose how I envision my, my self-worth and choose how I find, how I want to spend my time um, outside of doing athletic endeavors. And with that, I've, you know, I've really 
I've learned a lot about myself and I fucking love to go biking. I love to go running. I love swimming. And that was something that I couldn't do. So I wanted to get back to be able to do that as fast as I possibly could. And so if you want me to share what I was doing um, to rehab my knee to get back that fast, I can do that maybe another episode, but that's not the, the purpose today. The purpose is that I set a specific plan of attack to rehab my knee so that I could get back to doing all these activities that I love. And for me, biking and running are two of the activities that bring me a lot of self-purpose. They bring me a lot of joy. There are times where I can uh, disconnect in order to actually connect. And so I'm really excited today that I went for a bike ride. It felt great on the bike ride. This is now a couple hours later. Everything still feels super good. Things aren't stiff. Nothing feels inflamed or anything. Um, and so, yes, I hope by now you've, you've started to hear a lot of these different stories. You're able to resonate with some of the different stories and you're starting to look at your own life experiences and started to hopefully apply some of the strategies that we've been talking about into your life. And cause you know, over the last few years, I've had the opportunity to travel all over the world, teaching other chiropractors how to become better chiropractors. And so we treat chiropractic almost like a sport. And so we understand that in order to get better at any sort of skill, it requires a type of training and mindset and dedication to acquire that skill. And so we developed a program called Kairos Training Culture in which we've trained about 4,000 students and docs over the last five years. Um, we've done about 70 training camps at all different countries and schools and cities all around the world. And from that, I've learned a lot of lessons. We also have our private practice in Oakland, California, where I see a ton of patients. I believe we see we see anywhere from 60 to 120 patients a day. So multiply that by five or six days a week. Uh, we've seen tens of thousands of patients over the last five years. And there are some very, very distinct differences and similarity, similarities that I see between these two communities. The people that I typically find who um, are seeking our help in terms of the adjusting training stuff, they're so hungry. They want to learn. They're on this path of constant path of constant growth, and they're open to asking great questions and immediately applying the lessons learned and the strategies and insights and secrets that we tell them into their daily practice so that they can start to make the change that they're hoping for. And then there's the private practice, our chiropractic office. There's two different types of people, really. There's people who immediately come in and they're seeking help. They're seeking you to fix their problems right away. And then there's the type of people who want to be a part of the process. They're open to learning. They're opening to, to your insights. They're open to changing their patterns of daily life and habits so that they can create longer term changes so that they hopefully won't lead down the same path of pain and symptoms and dysfunction and heartache that they're in in that current moment. And you probably know <laughs> that I, I, I love working with the people who are hungry to learn, that are hungry to start to implement things into their life so they can create the change that they're looking for. And that's not to say that I don't want to help the people that are looking for that immediate fix, but the, the people who are looking for that immediate fix Really what they need is an immediate fix on the way that they currently view health and healing. What we know is that people who seek outside help in order to change an inside thing aren't really going to see the massive benefits that they're looking for. 
they need to realize that healing is an inside job. And to truly heal, you need to, one, experience what you're experiencing on a deep, fundamental, functional, and emotional level, and then be willing to start to create the change yourself. And if you, once you have that awareness, once you have the acknowledgement that you are open to create change, then you start the cascade of being able to start to create the change that you're looking for in your life. And so the people who are hungry, the people who are wanting to be a part of the process, they've already gone through that step. The people who are looking for the immediate fix, I think the biggest thing we need to do, and if that's you listening to this right now, the biggest thing you need to do is first take a step back, be willing to go down deep into those dark shadows rather than looking at the hot tie, the tall, high, beautiful peak of where you're looking to go and be willing to start to experience what you're experiencing, feel what you feel in your body, put a name to those feelings, put a goal to where the next action step is that you need to take to start to then get you on the right path and understand that nobody can fix you other than you. I was just thinking about this the other day when I had a patient come into my office and this happens all the time. This happens all the time, especially with older people. And not actually this happens with people who are even 30 years old. People come in and they tell you that I have arthritis. I must just be getting old. And they use their age as an excuse to not be an active participant in their health and healing process. They think that because of their age, that they're just destined destined to have arthritis. They're destined to not be able to move well. They're destined to start the process of pain and have these symptoms for the rest of their life. And there's a very specific study that I'm going to mention here, but I also want to start to reiterate the fact that even if you have arthritis, arthritis itself is caused by some sort of dysfunction in your body. And over time, that your body starts to adapt to that dysfunction and starts to lay down more bone as a way to protect itself. And as it's starting to protect itself, it's laying down this more bone, it starts to decrease the joint spaces. But then a result of that is because of the dysfunction, because of the decreased joint space, there starts to be inflammation and pain and symptoms and redness and swelling and heat that, are, that come from that. You have to look at what the underlying cause was. The underlying cause was some type of dysfunction. So what if you improved the function of that area in the first place, understand that the bony tissues is a living organism and it's only responding to its environment in that current moment. So what if you started to change that environment? Does it make sense how that living tissue could start to then adapt to this improved function and it won't then go down that same cascade of pain and symptoms and joint swelling and tenderness and decreased joint space. Makes sense to me. In the late 1990s, there's a study, study in Scientific America by Donald Ingberg and his team. And in this study, they talked about the architecture of life. And what they took was a few different living tissue cells 
And with these living tissue cells, they understood that the living tissue cells, the genetic makeup of that cell was able to adapt relative to whatever environment they placed upon it. And so they did what they did was they put these cells in these little petri dishes. And within these petri dishes, they changed the environment of these petri dishes. So in one, one petri dish, they just had a natural, normal, healthy environment where there's equal tension uh, from the inside and outside surrounding this cell. They had another one in which this cell was compressed. So they started to compress the cell. And so it changed the external environment of this cell. And then they had another one where they're tensioning this cell. And so rather than being compressed, rather than having a nice, healthy, ideal tension state, this cell was being pulled apart from size to size. And what they found was the cell that was being pulled would start to replicate over and over and over again, like a unhealthy cell, kind of like what cancer would do. And so rather than knowing that it had a nice, healthy amount of space, it thought that it needed to replicate over and over and over in order to fill that space. And what they found was that eventually these cells would start to malignate. They would start to differentiate into very unhealthy cells. And so what they found was that when there's too much tension, it created an environment where this cell did not replicate properly. That cell then where the, the other cell in the petri dish where they had all this compression, they found that the cell would start to commit cell suicide. So it's called apoptosis. And the cell would be compressed. And so these cells would say, ah, we don't have enough room here. And so they would start to kill themselves to decrease the amount of space. And then the cell that had the equal amount of tension on the inside and the outside sat there like a nice, pretty little muffin sitting on top of a tea, like a golf tea. And what they found is that these cells replicated into very healthy, normal, natural other cell types. And they're able, able to differentiate into the proper type of stem cells. And so from this, they recognize that your environment, if you have too much compression, too much tension, or if you're in this ideal tension state, your environment affected you deep at even the cellular level. And I could get into all the nerdy stuff about the integrins and how that communicates down into the genetic makeup of each cell. But again, that's not the point. The point is that regardless of the situation you find yourself in, the li in your life, you can create an environment with ease. And in that ease, in that ideal tension state, that's when your body likes to heal. That's when your body will self-replicate into healthy tissue cells. And so even from the level of people coming into the office and saying, I have arthritis, there is no helping me because of my age. And this is just something that I have to deal with for the rest of my life. Even them can do something about it. If instead they just changed their environment, they changed the way they moved around this world, they changed what foods they're eating, they changed their mindset of how they even look at themselves and what they have as a potential for their future, even they can create the change that they're hoping for in their life. That, my friends, is going to be the theme of this podcast. I appreciate you listening. I hope you've enjoyed the previous few episodes 
please let me know if there is anything in particular that you are wishing to hear, if there's anything more that you've already heard that you want me to elaborate on. But regardless of the situation you are in in your life, there is an opportunity to create the change you're looking for. Now, I know many of you who are listening to this are probably already the hungry ones. You're probably the ones that are going to take some pieces of this, feel what resonates well with you, and then create action steps in your life and start to create that change. And there's many of you who maybe just randomly stumbled upon this podcast. And if something resonated with you, please subscribe. My intention with this is to speak to you. I want to provide you strategies in health in healing, in business, whatever comes up and use a way of storytelling that is authentic. And I, if you listen to other podcasts, very vulnerable as well, because there's two main reasons why I am doing this podcast. And I reiterated, I said this in one of the other podcasts is like one by me vocalizing this stuff by sharing what is real and current in the moment. It helps me process this and learn more so that one I can be able to create the change that I'm looking for in my life. And two, because to be honest, I have a terrible memory. I have such a hard time remembering things in my past that I think that by vocalizing things, it'll help me put meaning and purpose and will help me look at my life through a different lens so that hopefully I can create a better memory in the future. So that was one of the reasons. And the other reason is because this is all about you. And for anybody who listens to this and it resonates with you, um, I am deeply honored that you choose to spend some of your time with me. If you wouldn't mind uh, rating this five-star review, so it hopefully can get out to some other people who need to hear these. And please subscribe to the channel. I look forward to sharing with you very soon. And I am so excited that I went for a bike ride today. Love and appreciate y'all. I look forward to catching up with you very soon.